0: Napa Know How. At Napa Auto Care Centers, you'll get a $75 prepaid visa card when you spend $250 on Napa brake parts, which is cause to celebrate. Because normally the sound of screeching brakes means your bank account's about to take a hit. But getting $75 back makes that hit not so bad. Quality parts installed by the pros. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Care Centers. Exclusions apply. Offer ends six thirty nineteen.
1: Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. I'm your host Travis Mangon here to give you the uh, you know the NBA slate that we have today for Friday. It's a pretty good one. We got 11 games on the slate, uh, so let's just get started. Uh, a lot of games to talk about, a lot to break down. So uh, yeah, let's start it up. First game we have on the slate, we got the Miami Heat and the Charlotte Hornets. And just to let you guys know, we'll be talking fantasy draft pricing here on the Daily Fantasy Fix. So. Miami Heat and Charlotte Hornets, 203.5 team total. This is a game that's, uh, you know, obviously like lower total on the slate. Not one that, uh, you know, I'm gonna be totally uh, all over. There's some injuries though, right? That we definitely can uh, take advantage of. Whiteside has been out a while. Having that injury uh, is definitely something that's gonna help us out. Getting a guy like James Johnson is really interesting. For instance, if Tyler if Tyler Johnson is out, uh, he was doubtful the other day with, I believe it was a headache or migraine, and uh, then he ended up getting ruled out. I don't know if that's something that'll uh, bother him again here but if he's out uh james johnson gets a lot of the uh ball ball responsibilities when tyler johnson is out so he's someone i have interest in i think Deion waiters is a really interesting play uh at 10.9k i think he's he's a great tournament option you can get exposure to dragic for 12 7 he's a fine play but again man he's kind of been disappointing this year not really uh someone i'm like been i've been all over so uh yeah i I don't know dragic's just a guy that i'm i don't really like rostering too much it just seems like he's Never really gets there. I'm trying to see what he did the other night again. Yeah, he had 22.25 without Tyler Johnson in 30 minutes. I mean, he's just really frustrating at times. So I don't know. Uh, I get it, right? Kemba Walker someone that we don't mind targeting on defense. But I, I don't know. For me, it's just really uh, James Johnson. It's probably my favorite option. then followed by like a, uh, you know, Deion Waiters or maybe filling in a Josh Richardson where he's cheap for maybe value. Uh, other than that he, not the heat are not the not the most appealing team on the slate uh, on the slate uh, 99.25 total and it's a loving game slate so not not a team i'm gonna to be heavily heavily targeting next we got the charlotte hornets uh you know nick Batum. he's someone that's been uh you know dealing with some injuries lately uh so he's someone that probably have to be monitoring what's gonna happen with him and whatnot minute wise i'm sure he's gonna play though it looks like he's you know he started the other night he should be fine but he's been in and out of the lineup so uh it that's obviously news if he doesn't play out of nowhere that that could affect the slate so that kind of bring that up just to just to bring that up and let you guys know that uh we never know with him so just wanted to kind of note that so he's someone that i wouldn't be touching on the slate uh but if he sits then there's guys a target right i think kemba walker he could be interesting then if that happens but i don't know i really don't want to play a lot of these heat players i mean, Dwight Howard he's getting priced up now uh, so i don't know if i really want to want to be targeting him here he is 15.6k i mean that's kind of pricey on fantasy draft now uh no need to play marvin williams not a lot of value there with him now and like with uh with Batoon back uh Lamb is not as interesting so i i think i'm just gonna pass on the hornet's side of the ball completely for me it's just kind of taking advantage of that heat value in this game and then just uh you know with the injuries and then just kind of calling it a day Alright, let's move on to the next one. We have the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Pacers are favorites here. They're five-point favorites against the Pistons. So definitely have to uh you know definitely have to have some interest in them. It, it's weird, right? The Pistons kind of kicked off the air really strong. Like uh, you know, we're the number two team in the East, and now they're just absolutely falling on a terrible losing streak. Uh so yeah, definitely, definitely think the uh we have to have interest on the Pacers here you know, Oladipo, he's been incredible. He's just super expensive now. That's kind of one of the issues I have with him. And this is not a matchup I'm just going to want to be, you know, targeting like crazy, right? Avery Bradley defense. I know he's been so good though, uh, Oladipo, but I really don't think I want to play him here, right? I can either play Victor Oladipo or I can go for, uh, you know, I can go for $800 less and play a Chris Paul. Uh, I can, you know, with no, with likely no Nurkic, I can play Vucevic on an Orlando Magic team that has no no one to play offense. I can get him for cheaper. I can just pay $500 extra for Andre Drummond against Indiana, which Indiana struggles against, uh, you know, centers. And we've seen Andre Drummond explode. So uh, I'd probably rather have him, like Damian Lillard against Alfred Payton defense. I'd rather have him for the same price as Drummond. So I don't know. It just seems like, Oladipo is not someone I'm going to have a ton of interest in on this slate. Uh, just a lot of these Pacers, too, honestly. I just uh, I think Collison maybe for 11-3 is a guy we'd be considering, uh, but I don't know. Thad Young's been really consistent, so I have to like that. I'll reach his game logs because it it's been great what he's done uh he's at 46 28.5 33.5 28.75 33 26.75 30.5 i mean just the consistency that he can bring uh for your lineup so if he fits your cash game rosters uh, like i don't mind taking him uh, if you want to get exposure to him that that's that's a fine route to go but uh yeah i don't know not not a, not, a, not a lot of exposure to the pacer side of the ball here i think uh you know where you can get the guys cheap uh you know those safe options i think they're fine in cash games let's talk about the Pistons though like what to do with them uh, they've kind of switched up their starting lineup a little bit they got Bullock in there now uh, Avery Bradley he's uh, 10k which is really cheap over on fantasy draft kind of don't know uh, what I want to do with him because he's just been really up and down had a good game last game but depot has been really solid on defense so likely I'll just pass on him uh, if I go anyone I think the guy I just want and I mean Reggie Jackson's been frustrating so probably not him but it's Tobias Harris if I pick anyone from this starting lineup I mean. Bias Harris is a guy that has a ton of upside Uh, not really scared of the Pacers front court at all they definitely struggle so I mean Harris just has a ton of upside I think he's the guy if I had to pick anyone on the Pistons side to to take so uh, that's the one guy I would take on it probably the piston side of the ball I mean I get it Andre Drummond's price I think it's too much for me to pay but I understand if you want to pay it we know the type of upside that he has uh so you can go him uh, and Avery Bradley he seems way too underpriced I just don't know if I'll pull the trigger on it with Oladipo covering him and on top of that just uh I don't know I think there's just better ways to uh, get exposure to uh, other games on this slate so I think I end up passing on a lot of these pistons for me it's, it's Harris though right in tournaments I think he's the guy you, you can get exposure to if you want and then on the pace side of the ball uh you know anyone that's like kind of cheap enough to fit your cash game construction like a, a Darren Collison, Thad Young, even Miles Turner he's interesting but uh not as not as great of not as not as safe of plays as a a Collison center that young so uh yeah i'll just we'll move on from that game though because there's a lot more appealing games that we'll get to and here's one of them we have the oklahoma city thunder and the Philadelphia 76ers, 213.5 team total with uh, the Sixers' is two point favorite. So, definitely have to like this game. Uh, you know, it's one of those games where it's going to have tons of stars on it. Uh, you know, you get all, all the stars going to be out tonight. So, that'll be a fun game to just watch from, uh, you know, just a real life basketball perspective. But we get to see if the Thunder can actually uh, turn this thing around. They've really been struggling. Struggling here, Paul George. He came back from injury the other day, and uh, yeah, he definitely uh, did not do well in his uh, against Indiana that uh, shot. I think uh, like th- like three for twelve or something terrible. He was just not a good shooting. And for fourteen point six, Cammy, with all these guys, I'm just not gonna play. I'm not gonna play him. Uh, he is just way too priced up over here on fantasy draft, where I will absolutely pass on him. Not, I have no interest at that price tag. Carmel Anthony at twelve one is an interesting price, but uh, I don't know. Uh, just. I just think there's better plays. It's like this team, you know, we talked about this at the start of the year. Uh, there's just way way too much usage to go around, right? Like 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 Russ like Westbrook you last year soaked up all that usage and there's just not enough usage for all these guys. That's kind of one of the problems. Like uh you know, they there's not playing with two or three basketballs, they're only playing with one now. So it's really really frustrating what to do with these guys. It seems like Russell Westbrook is also like kind of like I mean hogging the ball back now and i mean he should be though right he's the way better player way talented player on this team so he, i think you could play him and i think he's you know if you want to pay up for his raw points say there's a ton of value and you feel like you want to you know pay up for all these raw points i think that's an absolutely fine way to go i uh, wouldn't argue it it's not something i think i would do i think there's other plays i'd rather uh, rather take instead but uh i don't know the, i just don't have a ton of interest in thunder here it's really more so on the Sixers side of the balls where i have interest on this uh game obviously like uh, game stacking wise you, you know if you're playing some sixers i like the idea of getting exposure to some of these thunder players like uh westbrook uh, if you can get him on there uh, that's great but i think i have more interest in the sixers in my cash games The Sixers have finally gotten a lot more healthy. It's one of those things maybe we can, uh, you know, if we get news closer to lock, they'll become uh, even more interesting. But, like, guys like Embiid and Simmons, they're they're always intriguing. So I have to have interest in them. I think Robert Covington in this game environment could, you know, be a perfect fit. At that price tag, 11.9K, he still has a ton of upside. So I think he's fine. Uh, you know, I'm not going to play like a JJ Redick, even uh, Darius Ark I think he's fine in terms, but he's just, uh, you know, he, I'd rather roster him when there's like some injuries. That's when he feels like more of a safer situation. Also the addition of Trevor Booker could kind of muddy some things up on the Sixers, but you know, cause the only, all they gave away was Julio Okafor and Nick Stauskas and they weren't really playing a ton of minutes, but Booker's a guy that's going to get some minutes on this team. So I, I don't know. Uh, again, I think it's like Embiid and Simmons are the guys I want, like coming to him more of these starters I think they're fine. Price tags on fantasy draft. Like I love, I love Covington's price tag. I think he's a good play. Uh, But I mean, getting exposure to a guy like Simmons, an eighteen point nine k. I mean, this is a good spot for him. We know Russell Westbrook. uh, Again, he's you know someone that turns the ball over a lot. He's uh, you know when he was last year going for the triple doubles and whatnot. uh, He was just you know just trying to get assists uh, all all over the place. And I think Ben Simmons could definitely. Definitely, definitely get a bunch of turnovers here and have a uh, have a nice upside type game. I mean, this is this is definitely a good one for them. Uh, so. I like Simmons here in this spot at that price tag. Uh, you're also not totally paying up for a stud there at that. You know, you're not going up like an extra two thousand dollars for one of the Giannis's or Westbrooks or Harden. So uh, maybe if you have to pay for a little bit down for a stud, I think that's you know, I think that's a route that you can go. And uh, I like the idea of, of if you you know if there is enough value for you on the slate, I like the idea of maybe game stacking like a Westbrook and an MB or a Westbrook and Simmons. So uh, obviously, it's not something that's easy to do. It costs a lot of money, but I think it's a fine route that you can take. Let's move on to the next game, uh, 209 total. The Portland Trailblazers are road favorites, 106.25 total against the Orlando Magic, 102.75. Uh, this game has uh, you know a lot of value, a lot of fantasy goodness. This should be one that we uh, definitely get a lot of exposure to on this slate. We'll talk about the Portland side first. So Nurkic is currently questionable. I mean, if we get word that Nurkic is not playing, I mean, that just gets my... Gets me really interested in Lillard. I think even if Nurkic plays, Lillard's a great play, but Nurkic not playing would be absolutely massive for him and something that we would want to get exposure to on this slate. Like, no doubt, he'd be one of my one of my favorite point guard plays. I'd be all over him, so uh, definitely something to monitor for sure on the Portland side of the ball. I think he's a great play. CJ McCollum's another good option you can go, right? Uh, you know, last three games, 37 fantasy points, 28.75, and then 41.25 uh, been good. Uh, you know, he's obviously a nice pivot off of uh, Lillard too, right? You can leverage over and you know, because if uh, if McCullum has a good game, uh, you know, that's more more than likely Lillard, Lillard won't have as big of a game. Uh, you know, like last game, uh, you know, then Lillard only had thirty point seven five uh, fantasy points and McCullum had you know forty one point two five. So you know, you can obviously leverage off of him. I, I like doing that in tournaments a lot. Uh, it's something that I I do uh, you know with a bunch of different guys. Uh, it's kind of a strategy I like to take. So it depends on the ownership, on the guys, and especially Nurkic in and out. That's something to monitor. But uh, you know, if Nurkic is out, both those guys are going to have more and more interest in, for sure, on the slate. Uh, you know, Magic side of the ball. Let's talk about them real quick. They're they're a team that you know they're just really banged up. They don't have many guys. Uh, we got news uh, before I came on here. We got some news. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, Aaron Gordon will start Friday. Aflalo and Isaac are ruled out. So, uh, you know, without Aflalo and Isaac, that's definitely going to help some of these bench guys. Uh, Aaron Gordon being in is, you know, Fournier's been out. so But Aaron Gordon being in definitely hurts Vucevic a little bit. Uh, probably hurts Alfred Payton a little too. But Alfred Payton, where you can get him cheap. Uh, you know, on fantasy draft right now, Alfred Payton's price tag is uh 13.2k but on DraftKings 6k I mean that is really really cheap problem is they're going up against the Trailblazers and the Trailblazers are one of the better defensive teams in the league last year pretty crazy because it's not like they've changed much with their team they've only kind of you know honestly added Nurkic really uh and I mean a couple other guys here and there but they really only added Nurkic and he played like you know I think like 25 games last year or something I forget how many with with Portland but Either way, it's pretty crazy that this like they're a way better defensive team without making a ton of uh, changes. So. Gosh, Alfred Payton could really dud here, but for 6K on DraftKings, I mean, that price tag is just way too cheap for the upside that he has. So I have a lot of interest in him over there. Fantasy Draft at 13.2K, not as much. Uh, I still think Vucevic's a great play, even with the you know Aaron Gordon coming back. Uh, you know, I just don't know who's going to stop him down low. I mean, uh, if Nurkic doesn't play, uh, it's going to be Zach Collins trying to do it, the rookie, or Myers Leonard trying to stop him. I don't know. It just seems like it's going to be kind of a disaster for... Uh, Kind of a disaster for the uh, for them. So Vucevic, if you have the money for him, 15.4K, uh, he's a good play. He would have been a great play, I think, without Gordon. Uh, you know, would have been a really, really good play that we were getting a ton of exposure to. But with Gordon being back in... Uh that's definitely gonna money a little bit up, but you know, have to have interest in Hazonia too, like right. Aaron Gordon will hurt uh the Hazonia thing, so maybe we don't jump back on because of that last game and maybe there's too much ownership, inflated ownership. Uh if Gordon was out, then I think everyone would definitely be all over Hazonia. Maybe they hesitate a little bit, but Hazonia I still think is a fine option. It's just a matter of if he's hitting his threes, right? Uh but I don't know. Maybe it might be the right right spot to get off of Hazonia. So uh Simmons, I didn't bring him up yet. He's been phenomenal. I mean, uh, his price is going up, 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 but on Fancy Draft, 12.3 is still a fine, fine price for him. So I don't mind getting some Jonathan and Simmons exposure. He's been just really good without uh without Fournier. The key though with Simmons, uh, kind of a note is if you're playing Jonathan Simmons, right? Like last couple games, 41, 47.75 points, uh, don't play Alfred Payton too. Like they just don't really correlate well. That's kind of one of the issues with the two of them. Like, you cannot play them in the same lineup. Here's Alfred Payton last two games. Uh, you know, I just said Jonathan Simmons. Here's Alfred Payton's 24.5 and 16.75. I mean, that's just terrible for Alfred Payton. So uh, don't play the two of them together. That's something I wanted to make sure to say uh, when talking about this game. But again, the Treblays are like a really good team uh, defensively. So it's, uh, you know, I love the magic, uh, and, you know, in this spot. W- when they didn't have uh, Gordon, I thought Gordon was out uh but uh you know that news broke obviously when i was started uh, started talking about the slate a little bit so I, I saw the news come in and i just assumed gordon was out but uh you know muddies things up a little bit but there's still guys to take advantage of still simmons without uh fournier still offered payton where he's cheap on DraftKings and vucic is still interesting obviously so uh yeah and obviously with aaron or follow out too that's something that'll help uh help out the uh help, a guy, help out a guy like simmons too and all these other bench guys but let's move on to the next game we have the los angeles clippers and the washington wizards the wizards our 10-point favorites, uh, we saw the Wizards play them the other day. Uh, so that was a, obviously a little bit of a different situation because this uh, this Clippers team is really, really banged up for this game. <clears throat> they're without Austin Rivers. Uh, pretty sure they're, they're without Gallinari, too. I mean, th- this team is just banged up. Here's the uh, projected roto-grinder starting lineup we have for the Clippers. It is ugly. Cinderis Thornwell, Wesley Johnson, uh, C.J. Williams, J Jamil Wilson and DeAndre Jordan. I mean this is ugly for the Clippers. Uh Man, it's tough to figure out what to do here because like I'll pull up court IQ and see. I i doubt this uh I doubt this lineup has much, you know, on here, but we'll run the query. Uh run, run, run the curry on this. Let's see who do we got? Uh yeah, we have nothing here. Uh <laughs> it's ugly I don't really know what I want to do with this team. I mean obviously DeAndre Jordan at his price I think we're going to be forced to play him I know he's a guy that really can't create his own shot and that could obviously be a problem for him but I think we have to 13.9k and all these guys out uh, DeAndre Jordan is someone that we have to have interest in same with Wesley Johnson right he's a guy that I really would like to play uh, but I mean he's someone that doesn't really create his own shot either I I guess he's going to be forced to he's someone that normally sits in the corner and just chucks all game but uh yeah i I don't know lou williams though off the bench uh he's not gonna be put in the starting lineup it looks like uh maybe he gets put in the starting lineup but i feel like they just need his production off the bench maybe he comes in early but uh he still will be playing a pile of minutes and uh we're gonna have to basically load up on him on this slate uh price tag has gone up around the industry but uh, he's just the guy right now here so i don't know i think we're gonna have to just be forced into playing him like i said no blake Griffin, galinari uh no austin rivers which is a ton of shots to go around in usage from him uh, Milos Teletovic or, uh, Milos Tiedovich, I don't know how to say his name, but, uh, Milos, he's not going to, uh, he's not going to play in Friday's game, uh, for rest purposes, so without him too, I mean, that's just another body that, uh, came back, but is not there, so if you're wondering about that, uh, again, like Lou Williams, we just have to load up on him, uh, price tag is really, you know, really, like I said, going up there, uh, all throughout the industry, but 13.8 K on fantasy draft, I'm just gonna have to load him up in my lineups and, uh, call it a day, because there's just too many shots for him to go around, uh, again, Wesley Johnson could, you know be interesting you know is when there's Lou Williams in there because then he'll have someone at least pass him the ball but with that starting line it's definitely kind of ugly but I'm assuming Lou Williams my pride Lou Williams and DeAndre Jordan are my two favorite plays in this game I'm probably not going to mess around with a lot of this value Uh, I don't know Thornwell is just he is not that good of a basketball player but I don't know he is like the minimum so I get it uh he's just been really really bad i mean his fantasy game log is ugly It just depends on how many minutes he's gonna get even even with he got like 23 minutes get, he got 18 fantasy points which i guess is fine but uh he's just not that good of a basketball player but there's not a lot of bodies on the clippers right we have to have interest in them uh, because there's not a lot a lot of guys to play so uh you know don't don't obviously sleep on them uh there, there's plays in this game that we should have interest in even one more guy uh that i played in the past and even with no rivers maybe as interesting as sam decker last two games 26 minutes and 27 minutes and in those games 21.5 fantasy points and 21.75 uh, so he's another guy maybe you can consider here so again we, we have to make sure we get exposure to these guys my two favorites are lou williams and DeAndre jordan but i uh, can't sleep on some of these other guys with them just being uh you know so low on bodies John Wall, uh, he, he came back the other day. John Wall should be playing in this game. So unless something crazy happens, I'm expecting him to play. And uh, he played on a minutes limit only got 28 minutes they said he played in the 20s so i'm guessing he's now fine i doubt i'm not at any minutes limit that they say i'm not going to probably really worry about uh it's not on the second half of back-to-back or anything like that uh, he should be fine to play they said he played in the 20s last time he played 28 i'm assuming he'll play like between 28 and 32 this game so if you want to play john wall where he's cheap like on DraftKings specifically he's 8k really cheap for john wall against this really mess, banged up clippers team I think you have to have interest in him at this price tag. Uh, the other guys, though, right? All these other uh, wizards, Porter, uh, Morris, it's all of them. They're all priced up now. Uh, you know, Beal, he's thirteen point eight k. I probably won't play those guys because with John Wall back, that's going to hurt them a little bit. So I, I don't know. I probably end up passing on these other guys. I think if I had to play one of one of them, if you forced me to play one of these guys, it's probably maybe Bradley Beal. But uh, yeah, I think John Wall, though, specifically on DraftKings, is someone that you should uh, definitely be considering getting some exposure to on this slate because of that price tag. It's just really underpriced for him. So uh, that's about it for that game. Let's move on to the next one. we got the Utah Jazz and the Boston Celtics. Really interesting game here. I mean, one of the lower totals on the slate, 199 total, but... Uh, yeah, I'm curious what the, what the Celtics are going to do, if they're going to, you know, rest some people up or not for this game, because, uh, they, I was reading the other day about how they have uh, a lot of games coming up here and, uh, they just don't have a lot of bodies, right? Uh, Al Horford, he is, uh, you know, he's questionable right now. He was rested on Wednesday i'm assuming he plays uh i I'm, I'm guessing no one else sits maybe we get something crazy like a uh, uh, Jalen brown or one of these guys but i know he was worried because they had a lot of games coming up here uh so there is a slight chance i think that they could sit somebody so just be on the lookout for that uh but uh, I'm, I'm just gonna assume that they're playing when i uh you know when i talk about this game in general and uh probably gonna stay away from a lot of these celtics uh with with there being a, uh, other t- other games on the slate with some uh value and banged up guys uh, it just seems like there's too many guys here for such a low total. I think I'm just gonna pass on them. Uh, I understand, that, you know, going against Utah specifically on DraftKings, right? I'm sure you'll get like a price decrease on some of these guys. Uh, let me pull it up over there because uh, they they do this. They they kind of price guys down against Utah. Let's see if they underpriced anyone specifically. No, they didn't really. Um no one's too, like maybe Al Horford for six point six k, but no one's really super underpriced. But if someone sits, maybe maybe a Celtics become an interesting, right? If a Horford sits, then we have interest in a guy like Baines or a uh, Daniel Thees, something like that. But uh, I think it's uh, I think it's you know Celtics are a team that just kind of cross off on this slate and move on. Uh, Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, he is 6.4K over on DraftKings, really cheap on Fantasy Draft. Let me see what his price I guess if they have him under price. He's only 12.4K, uh, same price range as a guy like Myers Leonard. Uh, I think it's fine, right? You can definitely get exposure to him. We love playing a lot of centers over on Fantasy Draft, so definitely can get exposure to him over there. But uh, yeah, being so cheap, Rudy Gobert's last three games, I'll read them off to you 22 point, uh, 22.25, 33.75, and then 31.25. So uh, Gobert is definitely interesting. He's got some upside I would not worry about him against a guy like Al Horford so uh, yeah I think Gobert is a really interesting play that we should definitely be considering on this team you know they're getting a lot healthier though the, the Utah Jazz Rodney Hood is now back so that are obviously getting eaten to Donovan Mitchell at the price tag he's at for sure i believe joe johnson's back i believe i saw something on him uh yeah he's available to play i don't know if he's going to play but it says available so uh assuming that he's going to play the team is obviously not as banged up so a different situation probably going to pass on a lot of these guys like even a Derek favors now he just kind of lost his luster with gobert coming back so uh, i think it's just gobert or bust for me here not really going to mess around with like ricky rubio i'll just call it a day move on to the next game there's a lot of other games we can play so Next game on the schedule, we got the Brooklyn Nets and the Toronto Raptors. Man, like oh, Kyle Lowry really disappointed me the other night, like really frustrating, but uh, how can I not go back to the well against a Brooklyn team that doesn't play a ton of defense? I think he's interesting. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, he's a guy you have to, have to consider here. Serge Ibaka, who's been absolutely crushing it, looked really good recently. So he's someone I want to play at that price tag too. He's just kind of too cheap at 11.6K. Uh, you know, I'll read you the game logs forty-three point seven five, thirty-two point five, thirty point five, thirty point five, thirty-seven, twenty-nine point five. I mean, just the consistency that he has shown in a matchup against Brooklyn. I mean, just sign me up. He's a great player here on this slate. I'll probably get a ton of exposure to him. I uh, just got some news. Uh, Billy Donovan says Andre Roberson will start, uh, but he'll be on a minute's restriction. So that's something to note for this for the uh, for that game uh the thunder game doesn't really change a ton but just came across my uh, timeline so i wanted to bring that up but let's move back to the game that we were talking about that's a lot more interesting the nets and the raptors so yeah lowry and Rosen love them here Abaka though he's one of my favorite plays on that uh, on the Raptors side of the ball probably my favorite way to get exposure to them ra- rather not you know, pay up for those point guards. There's other point guards I like, uh, and, you know, I'm probably going to try my best to get exposure to tomorrow, Rosen, and Lowry, but uh, a box is just a really good, cheap way to get exposure to this game. So that's kind of going to be probably my favorite uh, play on the Raptors side of the ball if I had to pick one, but I do like uh, DeRozan and Lowry, obviously, as well. Uh, Brooklyn side, what do we do here, right? Uh, Second half of a back-to-back, but uh, guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, who have been too cheap around the industry, I mean, 12.9K is too cheap for him. He's just seeing so much usage here. He's someone that we have to, uh, you know, have to be considering i'll get exposure to him i think ronnie hollis jefferson at 11.9 i like him too uh, alan crabb really disappointed the other night but he's still only 8.6k he's someone that you can consider uh and then even uh damari carroll he's someone who's interesting as well Karis Lavert at 10k i don't hate him as you know getting some backup minutes for this team uh, at the point guard spot you know he's he's a fine play i, I don't mind him but for me it's dimwood he's probably my favorite guy on the net side of the ball if i had to pick but all right, let's talk about the next game. Uh, we'll talk about the Hawks and the Grizzlies and uh, 198 team total. Man, this just feels like a game I'm gonna cross off on the slate. Uh, depends on injuries, right? Uh, you know, it's just such a such a such a bad game environment. Uh, such a low total, just two like a really bad team going. against can say, uh, you know, the Grizzlies are a decent team, but it just it kind of depends on Tyreek Evans' status, right? He's questionable right now. That's going to be uh, really big news that we're waiting on because if Tyreek Evans doesn't play, then we get, you know, against Dennis Roderick's defense, we can get an Andrew Harrison, who's been uh, pretty good the last couple games, 27.25 fantasy points, 35.75. So he's someone to definitely, uh, you know, have our eye on. Mario Chalmers really disappointed the other night he uh, came off the bench harrison was the starter so kind of if if evans is out we can have interest in the memphis side of the ball if evans plays i don't think i'm going to be uh playing really anyone on this on this team he just soaks up a lot of usage then And i guess you could go and play him but i don't know i think there's just better plays at his price range so i don't know i think I, i'm trying to pass on the memphis side of the ball i get it marcus all uh, he's a guy that can, you know, soak up a lot of usage and be in a good spot, but I think there's just other centers I'd rather play. I'd rather, rather a little bit on uh, DeAndre Jordan uh, and some other guys that I've already talked about, and we'll get to. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't love this 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 game a ton. Uh, Atlanta too, they've gotten a little more healthy. Uh, they have Deadman back, or Deadman's still out, but they have John Collins back. He played on a um, minutes limit the other night. Uh, he played uh, 20 minutes, but uh, I expect that will obviously go up. Maybe it'll go up to like 22 or 25 this game, so I'm sure that will increase. But uh, yeah, against a team like Memphis, not a lot of exposure to, to these guys. I know Dennis Roderick is cheap. He's uh, only 7K on DraftKings, which is uh, pretty underpriced on Fantasy Draft. He's uh, 13.2K, so I think that's a fine price tag, but I don't know. Uh, team with one of the lowest totals on the slate at 96. That uh, just seems like a good spot to pass on. Let's move on to the next game. We have the Chicago Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and uh, the Bulls have been really good recently. I believe they're on a four game win streak right now, I think. Uh, if not, they, they may have lost the other game and we're on a four game, something like that. But they've been playing really good basketball, uh, just getting a lot healthier. Uh, the addition of Miritich has helped for sure. So uh have to have interest in some of these guys i mean marketing he's only 10.1k and he's been really good this year uh, on fantasy draft i'd have interest in him chris dunn at 12.2 he's been phenomenal i mean i'm definitely gonna want to get exposure to him i know uh people argue uh point guards against the bucks it's definitely not a spot that we have a lot of interest in targeting but the what what chris dunn has been doing has been incredible i think it makes a great fade in tournaments though if the ownership is going to be high kind of depends uh but I don't know. I'm curious what I'm going to do with him uh, as we get closer and closer to lock. Uh, He's popping in my model for me, but I know uh, people don't really want to target the, uh, you know, target the anyone against the, you know, point guards against the Bucks. It's definitely something that uh, people talk about and say, oh, I don't want to target anyone against. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely... uh, Definitely don't know what I want to do with uh, Chris Dunn here because he's obviously popping for me, and he's been just so incredible. Uh, I'll read you the game logs because I always like doing that. I know it's it sounds lazy, but it's uh, it just kind of uh, you know wakes your eyes up sometimes and makes you realize, oh, wow, I better be having exposure to this guy. 6.5K, here's his fantasy points. 40.75, 23, 43.75, 52.5, 37, uh, 31.5. So just been really good. Again, I, in this matchup, I think he's an interesting fade if the ownership is high, but kind of going to be something we check out uh, throughout the day. Uh, th- there's plenty of other guys to like here, too. I mean, marketing, like I said, 10.1K, I think he's a fine option. Miritich, he's gotten priced up, but where you can get him cheaper on in the industry, I think he's a fine play. Uh, so I would get exposure to him where you can get him cheap. Uh, 12.3 count fantasy draft, I, I don't love that price tag, but... Let's talk about the Bucks a little bit. What to do with them? Uh, 117 total. This is kind of high for the Bucks. It feels like, and uh, man, Giannis is just in a great spot. 20.7k. Uh, I love paying up for him. I, I think if you're gonna, you know, pick between him or Westbrook, I'm gonna pick Giannis here in this spot. I think mean, this is a great spot for him. To just, just go nuts. So I'll get exposure to him. He's he's probably probably one of my favorite studs to pay up for today. Eric Bledsoe, where you can get him cheap, I don't hate him too against the Bulls, I think he's a fine play, and Ethan Middleton, he's another guy you can get exposure with all the injuries that the Bucks have, they have a lot of uh, their bench guys just kind of banged up, and it really is forcing these guys in the minutes and getting a little bit more usage, so I think those are the main three I'm going to uh, target and focus on, and then kind of that's it on the Bucks. but I think they're all all interesting options. Let's move on to one of the better games on the slate. We got the New Orleans Pelicans and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, You know this game is expected to be close. So 112.75 total for the Pelicans and 111.75 for the Nuggets and uh, 224.5 total altogether. You know they expect Vegas expects this game to be a back and forth game. It's in uh, in Denver with the altitude, so that always helps uh, helps Denver a little bit with the road team coming in. So yeah, man, this game has got a ton of fantasy goodness. Jokic is uh, expected to be back in this game so with Jokic being back uh you know where you can get him cheap uh like DraftKings specifically 7.7k again some guys are just underpriced uh if we know he's gonna play full minutes I want to have interest in him here for sure so kind of have to get word on that first before I uh, make my decision on that one but uh Jokic 14.2k on Fantasy Draft he's a guy uh you know at that price I love that too so I have to have interest in Jokic here in this spot uh, looking at some of the other guys, we got like Will Barton. He is questionable. If he doesn't play, I mean, that's just like Gary Harris. Load up on him. He's going to be in a great spot. I'll get. It. I'll have interest in him in the mid twelve k range on fantasy draft. Great play. Wilson Chandler too. I think he's a good play. You can get exposure to. He's really cheap around the industry. So you know, don't sleep on him. He's someone I would make sure to have in cash games and in tournaments. Just like at that price, he's way too cheap uh problem is the Pelicans side of the ball uh, they are a uh they're a frustrating bunch I, I think everyone's going to be healthy now and uh that's kind of going to hurt rondo rondo's really gonna you know i you know he started to struggle uh we saw last game and it was against milwaukee though right uh, and only played 18 minutes which is really odd so uh I, I could see a good bounce back spot here but with davis back i don't know if i'll go there uh drew holiday too he's another guy now he's you know he's been you know price has been going up 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 and he had a fine game last game against milwaukee but I don't know. I think I'll just pass on him here. If I want to get exposure to anyone, it's going to be Cousins uh, or Davis. Uh, you know, Davis is only, you know, Davis is just like way too cheap, right? He's ten three on DraftKings. On, on Fantasy Draft, he's 19.1K. Uh, same with Cousins, 19.1K. Like, same price range as, uh, you know, Ben Simmons. Uh, he's almost two, these guys are almost 2K cheaper than like Harden and Westbrook. I mean, these guys are In this game, this is just—I'd rather have these two studs and just pay down and have like extra money to mess around with. So, uh, I I think getting exposure to Davis in tournaments is fine. Uh, In cash games too, he's just risky because of the injury risk and uh, just—you know—who knows with this team? Because it's a nine o'clock start and you never know uh, who's in and who's out with this team but uh if you tell me i have to pick someone i probably would end up going cousins just because uh you know in cash games because if i got like super worried about injuries and whatnot and just like randomly sitting people but in tournaments i think i like davis more uh, but uh boogie cousins is just too cheap same with davis so these are two guys i'm gonna get exposure to a ton on this slate and yeah uh, just uh this is a great game stack spot, too. I'm sure you're not the only one doing it, though. That's the only problem on this slate. It seems like a spot that a lot of people will be game stacking, but if you if you can find contrarian ways to do it, uh, I definitely think it's a great idea to uh, uh, do that on this slate. Let's so talk about the last game. It's, uh, you know, uh, the hammer, though, 9.30 start, a little bit 30 minutes later than the, than the uh, last game. We got the San Antonio Spurs and the Houston Rockets. Really, really interesting game here uh you know the, the Rockets have just been incredible they're on this win streak they haven't lost with Chris Paul uh so man I, I think having Chris Paul getting a Chris Paul exposure James Harden exposure is fine on this slate we've seen Harden have big games against the Spurs in the past I mean this is a spot uh you know I, I like the idea of paying up for him I think it's uh, I think it's a really good idea on this slate like if you told me uh, the big debate is Giannis or uh Harden right I don't know which one I would rather pay up for in this spot it's it's really tough uh tough i don't i don't know which one i'm going to i would i would side with at this current moment i think it would depend on the site uh they're the same price though it just kind of man it depends on this it depends on the site and whatnot but i i love Harden here in this spot he's just he's 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 in a really good spot to do really well uh same with chris paul too i think he's like just too cheap uh you know i don't mind getting just getting the savings with him if you don't want to pay up for harden i think that's fine but I know Kawhi Leonard's back, but he's probably not uh, fully there. So I'm, you know, obviously uh, not not too worried about Kawhi causing any issues. Uh, we don't have word on a. Uh, I don't think we have word on like a minutes limit or anything. He's considered probable, so I'm, I'm, I believe he's playing. He only played sixty minutes in the last game. I doubt they're going to overwork him, so I'm not worried about Kawhi like guarding Harden or you know all game long or just causing any issues for him or even trying to stick Chris Bull. So I'm not 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 stressing about that. I just think this is a spot where the, the Rockets end up uh, kind of maybe not running over this person. I think they're going to they're, they're going to have a really good game against them. So uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah chris paul at his price tag he's uh just too cheap uh i think he definitely get exposure to him harden too if you want to pay up he's a good play other than that though i would probably stay away from some of these other guys like i don't need I don't feel like we, we need to be getting exposure to like guys like Ryan Anderson, uh, any of them. They're just kind of like, uh, you know, ever since Chris Paul came back and, you know, they're not as all banged up down low. And it just kind of muddied some things up and just not, not no interest in them. Clint Capella, where you get him cheap, I think he's fine across the industry, uh, you know, on, you know, DraftKings, he's in the mid-6Ks. On fantasy draft, he is twelve point six k. So yeah, like I think that's a fine price tag. Don't mind getting exposures through him if you want to, uh, you know, get exposure for cheap for the Rockets. That's a good route you can take. But uh, yeah, I think uh, for me, it's like Harden and Paul are the two guys I'm looking at, and uh, it's yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Like on a site like FanDuel, I'm wondering. Uh, kind of like thinking it through if you know maybe shooting guard ends up being weak uh it might be better to just pay up for harden on this slate if we have tons of value so uh, i don't know just kind of like thinking things through my head and what i'm going to do but obviously like news is going to break so stay tuned for that i'm sure it'll break we got 11 games we'll get tons of different news that'll uh change this slate up a little bit but uh yeah i think uh I think uh, paying up for Harden is something to definitely be considering. If people aren't going to do that in tournaments, I know people worry about the Spurs, and they're like, oh, the Spurs are so great defensively, blah, blah, blah. It's too slow of a pace. Like, I would want to be paying up for him in tournaments. He's, uh, he's definitely on my radar for sure. All right, Spurs side of the ball. Uh, you know, I talked about Kawhi a little bit. I doubt we're playing him. I doubt he's playing full minutes. If they say he's playing full minutes, sure, uh, I would love to play Kawhi Leonard for uh, only uh, you know seven point one k on DraftKings and uh, what is he thirteen point two k on you know uh, fantasy draft. Sure, I would love to play Kawhi Leonard, but I don't know. I really don't know if uh, really don't know if I'm going to want to uh, you know you know pay that price tag unless I know that he's getting that as minutes. So uh yeah i think uh spurs out of the ball it sounds crazy i really don't think i'm gonna play many people i think lamarck Saldridge at 14.3k uh, you know on fantasy draft he's a fine play uh you know but i don't know it just doesn't seem like the right spot for me to really want to get exposure to him I-, I get it uh you know he's just I don't know. I just don't know if I want to pay for him here. I, I get the usage is probably still there with even with Kawhi Leonard, like you saw it last game. uh Twenty-three field goals still, forty-two point two five shots, but uh, or forty-two point five fantasy points. But Kawhi only played sixteen minutes, so I think it really depends on what Kawhi's minutes are. Like you might say, you know, say you're playing Harden on one side and you want a game stack with uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, I think it's fine if you know Kawhi is not playing a ton of minutes, but if Kawhi ends up playing in like the mid twenties, that kind of gets me off Aldridge a little bit, and then it. it still won't get me on Kawhi enough because I really want him to be playing in the uh, you know mid 30s or not mid 30s in like the you know lower 30s for me to want to get exposure to him here so I don't know it seems like the Spurs just going to be a stay away spot for me I know they have Kyle Anderson out Uh, you know Danny Green is questionable so it kind of depends on that news can maybe see us getting exposure to one of these uh, point guards or uh, guard options Uh, but I don't know Uh, it seems like the Spurs I'm staying away from for now but be on the lookout for news maybe that'll change some things. Again, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Really uh, enjoyed talking about this slate. I think it's a really interesting one. Uh, one that we obviously have to wait for some uh, news, though. I think there's going to be news that breaks. It's on an eleven gamer, so just uh, stay tuned for that. If you want, uh, you know, give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Travis Mangone. T R A V I S M-A-N-G-O-N-E. I always tweet out the news as it's breaking throughout the day. And uh, check out our uh, Roto-Grinders, uh, you know, alerts app. Uh, that's always something that's helpful, too. If you don't have that, download that in the App Store and uh, make sure you have the uh, urgent alerts on and you'll get all the breaking news for all the big stuff. Uh, if anyone's ruled out closer to lock, that'll help you out. So, again, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. For me, Travis Mangone, I am out.
0: Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parent's. You'll proudly mow the lawn, ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn, tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.